0: Hey, welcome to another edition of Frisky Heroes Podcast, where we spotlight the great works Frisky do every day and give them a voice to tell their story of how they make their communities better. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Frisky Heroes. We have a special guest today, a Frisky friend and Lieutenant Governor Jacqueline Coleman, uh, Kentucky Lieutenant Governor, and Miss. Uh, Coleman, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, as, as we talked about right before uh, the show, the uh, the Friskies themselves, they, they like to work in the background. They like to be the uh, kind of people doing the work but not seeing. And this show is really about uh, spotlighting the work they do and the great work they do in the communities. Uh, so if I'm sure most people know who you are, but they really don't know your story. So can you kind of ex- tell people uh, where you came from, uh, you just didn't. You just weren't born lieutenant governor. You have an extensive background in the education field. So, can you explain to some people kind of where you come from?
1: I sure can. So, I grew up in the big city of Bergen, Kentucky, um, which is in Mercer County, and I have been a, a basketball player and coach, and a teacher, and assistant principal. Uh, my entire career. And I've really enjoyed um, working in public education for the reasons that we all go into public education, which is to serve the kids. And I have to tell you that I have found no better friend in doing that than the frisky directors at the schools where I've worked. Um, and, you know, if anybody has a heart for uh, serving kids it's certainly um you guys because as risky um it, it, it heroes you all are the ones that help the kids uh, who are most in need um, and so um I, i've really just enjoyed the opportunity to see what they do and it's really broadened my my perspective on serving our kids and our families
0: excellent excellent We're gonna do a kind of a we we'll call it the fast five questions kind of just uh get a little get to know you a little bit better and okay. uh, kind of see your personality. So what was the first job that you've ever had?
1: The first job I had was in high school. I was a YMCA, uh, summer camp director.
0: Awesome. Uh, so even back then you were working with kids.
1: Even back then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, what about your, uh, what's your favorite book?
1: Oh gosh, I have so many. Um, the one that I enlist that I'm reading, uh, of late that's probably my favorite is it's a it's a political book about civil discourse Mm -hmm. but it's called um am uh let me think of what it's called it's called uh i I might disagree with you but i'm listening
0: it's i think uh something we all could use especially on uh, social media right now
1: oh my gosh no kidding
0: (laughs) uh so Say tomorrow you have no kids, no job, no pandemic, no uh, hurricane coming. Uh, what would you do on your day off? I would take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear you. Some people may not understand that, but I, I, I get that. I've got five kids of my own. Uh, oh, twin gosh, eight so yeah, you get it. Yeah, twin eight-year-olds, a uh, six-year-old, and twin four-year-olds. I didn't know that could oh, really wow. happen, but it did. And so oh, wow. people are like, what do you do on vacation? I was like, sleep. <laughs> That's exactly what we do. Uh, what's one thing you're very passionate about, something you just can't stop talking to people about?
1: Um, I would say basketball. I love I love basketball. I coached it for a long time, and everybody in my family is a coach or a player, and so uh, that's really takes up a lot of our conversation. So I love talking about the game.
0: That's awesome. I, I played ball myself in high school. My brother played in high school and college, and now he coaches uh, in Jefferson County, actually. So we have a long time ball tradition in my family as well let's say you are made your lieutenant governor but let's say you get you get made queen for a day what was one law that you would pass uh,
1: this- <laughs> um i think if i was made queen for a day and i could pass any law that i want to i would pass a law about uh, that would require pay equity
0: and explain that
1: so what what that means is uh every every person regardless of their race gender anything else gets equal pay for equal work.
0: Excellent. Excellent. That's, that's definitely, uh, it should be done. It should, shouldn't take a law. should just be, uh, you know, human beings being human beings.
1: I agree. That's true.
0: So I know you, you've, you've come from an education field and uh, you, you were a teacher first. And how have you seen the, uh, the, the help that teachers do help your students?
1: Oh, uh, I- the work that is done, I wish people could, could spend time in, in a school just as a fly on the wall uh, to see all of the work that is done by not just teachers, but school staff uh, to support our kids. Uh, you know, I think one of the most important things, of course, beyond the academics is the social and emotional support that is provided to our kids uh, just by those daily interactions and by, by being in a class and knowing your key teacher cares about you and and intervenes when necessary and, and is there to protect you. I mean, those services are absolutely invaluable.
0: And how do the uh, the friskies help you be a better teacher?
1: Uh, every single one I've encountered, and I'm not just saying that because I'm on this podcast. They, um, they, they were integral in broadening my horizon outside of the classroom because I'll be very honest with you. As, as a teacher, we were trained about – teaching and learning, right. And what good instruction looks like and how to support kids academically, uh, of late, you know, in the, in the last decade or so, we have really realized that that is the tip of the iceberg and the folks who have been so instrumental in helping me to see that and understand that and look beyond what I see in the, in the student, in the desk has always been our frisky coordinators.
0: Awesome. Awesome. They're, they truly do great work. And as an admit, you've seen it as a, as a teacher, but you've also seen it as an administrator. Uh, how does, how are the friskies really impact not just your classroom, but also the school and the community as a whole?
1: So I would actually argue that I saw frisky support at an even higher level as an administrator, uh, you know, when you're in the classroom, you're, you're pretty much overrun with the students that are in front of you in that moment. Um, as an administrator, I was exposed to a litany of students all day, every day, wasn't always the same ones. Um, and quite honestly, leaned on our frisky uh, whenever there were discipline issues or challenges that a kid was facing that I knew was more than what looked like discipline on the surface. Uh, the frisky coordinator was always there uh, for us to to work through challenges that we may not see uh, at school, but certainly the child has at home. And so, um, honestly, I, I've always appreciated uh, our frisky coordinators, but as an administrator, I leaned on them so heavily.
0: And they definitely have kind of the, the whole world picture, not just what's going on at school, but the family and what's going on in the family interaction as well. They give a, a definitely a, a – different perspective that's needed uh, as a uh, lieutenant governor uh, during the times we're living at right now uh, with uh, I was talking to a uh, frisky uh, Chelsea Vincent from down here in Warren County earlier this morning and she said her her needs for for families she was doing around 50 sco- 50 food boxes uh, a week before the pandemic now she's doing almost uh, triple that uh, how important is the frisky being integral to supporting the, everyone in the Commonwealth?
1: Well, you know, our friskies are the ones who support just, to, just the story that you just mentioned, uh, the, the kids and the families who are most in need. And any time that you are tasked with serving our most vulnerable, you immediately become the foundation. And and that's what I see. Not only our schools as, but certainly um, our Frisky coordinators are that foundation, and they lift up uh, the the folks who need it the most. It's it's oftentimes, as you said, when we started, uh, quiet and in the background. And I've always said, and I and I stand by this. I I know that our Friskies do not get uh, the the. Uh, gravitas that they deserve and oftentimes it's because they don't want it they they just want to help people and they they're behind the scenes and they do what needs to be done because it needs to be done and and that's their job uh but i honestly don't know what we would do in in our schools if it weren't for uh those friskies.
0: yeah i think they're definitely on the the front line of, of serving uh, i tell them they're hands and feet all the time they're 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 the, 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 the kind of the missionary in the school is the way i look at them
1: that's a great description
0: I, I think it is i think it is it's very fitting too you know i've asked uh in the facebook group about any questions they wanted to ask you and i've got a uh, several messages and they all have to do with budget and it but you know the budget budget drives everything it doesn't matter what I organization say, that's you're surprising in. yeah <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is but you know with the population they deal with uh, it's you know, when I was with the police department, you know, we're worried about budget for a raise, but they're worried about budget for how many families they can, they can help and these different things. What can you say to them or what can you, uh, kind of speak to, to let them know, uh, you know, kind of what's, what's ahead.
1: So I wish I, I wish I had a magic A ball and I could tell you what was, what was ahead. Uh, we're all anxiously awaiting, uh, Congress's next action in, in regards to the pandemic. We absolutely have to have an, another round of CARES funding or what, you know, they call it HEALS or HEROES now, whatever they wanna call it, um, for our state and local governments. Uh, without that, we are going to be in a an enormous bind. And I worry about the cuts that will have to happen to services that are oftentimes the most necessary. And so for anyone who is out there listening, um, I'm going to encourage you to to write, to call, reach out to your uh, congressmen and your senators and help us to make that plea. Because, you know, when we talk about funding for our state budget, the largest portion of that goes to public education. And so it's a it's a direct support for our schools and all obviously our most vulnerable who need it. And so uh, with that extra round of funding, I think that we will be okay. And I think that we'll be able to, we'll be in a better place than any of us thought we would. Um, Without it, I, I shudder to think about the struggle that we're going to have, which is going to put another burden on the folks that serve the most vulnerable, which is our friskies.
0: Absolutely. So we're talking to a group of people who are extremely passionate and are the workers uh, in, in their communities. So I think a call to action of contacting your Congress will be uh, picked up pretty well by them, and, uh, and they will contact their congressman uh, and, and talk to them about that. Uh, is there anything else? I know you're a busy lady with a lot of stuff to do, and I appreciate your time. Is there anything else that you would like to, uh, to say to the, the frisky hero nation?
1: I just want to say thank you. Uh, Thank you for the work that you do every day. The the tireless devotion that you have to your school and your community and the kids and the families out there. Um, Anybody who comes into contact with your work knows how valuable you are and uh, how critical you are. And so I just want to simply say thank you.
0: Lieutenant Governor Jacqueline Coleman, I do appreciate your time today.
1: All right. Thank you.